A federal grand jury in Detroit today charged the 13 top leaders of the Weathermen with plotting to bomb public buildings in Chicago, Detroit, New York, and Berkeley, California. The Weathermen are the militant faction of the Students for a Democratic Society. Only one of the 13 is now in custody. At 7.30 this morning, KPFK received a call from a woman identifying herself as a member of the Weather Underground. Hello. I'm going to read a declaration of a state of war. This is the first communication from the Weatherman Underground. Kids know the lines are drawn. Revolution is touching all of our lives. Freaks are revolutionaries, and revolutionaries are freaks. If you want to find us, this is where we are. In every tribe, commune, dormitory, farmhouse, barracks, and townhouse, where kids are making love, smoking dope, and loading guns, fugitives from American justice are free to go. Within the next 14 days, we will attack a symbol or institution of American injustice. Yeah.
our mother's throat The baby's in the air The baby's in the air Yes. 
sunlight comes streaming through the window in the autumn sunshine. And all in all the time we're going to Coney Island, I'm thinking. Wouldn't it be great if it was like this all the time? China to me. China. 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 You want to buy from China? That's great. Buy from China. Buy toys from China. China in particular. China. China. I have people that I know in China. 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 I've been saying China. 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 You go over to China. 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 Let me ask you about China. Compagnia, musica. Nostro compito è marciare e la giungla attraversare. Non sappiamo perché, ma ci dicono che è un segreto militare. È un segreto militare. Un, due, un, due. Ogni passo. Because of coronavirus, you are going to be quarantined, but you have a choice. Do you A, quarantine with your wife and child, or B, B. B.
what you want and I need help you with this feather Being afraid is a crime You hang side by side At the swinging party down the And when there is a risk that new diseases such as coronavirus will trigger a panic and a desire for market segregation that go beyond what is medically rational to the point of doing real and unnecessary economic damage, then humanity needs some government somewhere that is willing at least to make the case powerfully for freedom of exchange. Here in Greenwich in the first week of February 2020, I can tell you that the UK is ready for that role.
Mrs. Pennywise, Joan, you're next. This is Sue. Oh, hi, Sue. How can I help? Jim, I really have a problem with impulse buying. I never have money left for anything. Oh, why? Jim, I really have a buying impulse problem with well, buying, okay. buying anything, anything, anything. Wait a minute. Go ahead and use some of that money to bring some happiness. Jim, I really have a problem. Jim, I never have money left for impulse buying. A lot of people have that problem. Pay cash. Good idea. I feel we really need to buy right away. After all, money is only paper and metal until you put it to use. I never have money left. But you've already decided to buy. Impulse, impulse. I really think it'll help. Good idea. Oh, thanks. Okay, let's go to line four. This is Pennywise. I'm Jim Phillips, and your name is... Bob. I'm not afraid to 
The message from China was absolutely clear that a new virus with pandemic potential was hitting cities. People were being admitted to hospital, admitted to intensive care units and dying. We knew that 11 weeks ago. And then we wasted February when we could have acted. Time when we could have ramped up testing, time when we could have got personal protective equipment. We're putting our health workers, who we've just all clapped here, in the front lines without the armour they need to defend themselves. They're wearing surgical masks, which are not WHO standard. They're wearing thin plastic aprons, which are not standard. And they're wearing rubber gloves, which only cover their wrists, exposing their arms. That is nothing short of a national scandal. How could we allow this to happen? Trust in me and just in me. Shut your eyes and trust in me. How much is this? 149, sir. I've got 50p. Fuck you, bastard.
Hey all you cool cats and kittens, it's Carol at Big Cat Rescue. A little family joke. It's unbelievable that people are so kind throughout the world as to contribute. Everything you can say good about them, I can say about the National Health Service. It's about old people over 80. We had an apartment in the city. Me and Loretta like living there Well it'd been years since the kids had grown A life of their own And left us alone John and Linda live in Omaha And Joe is somewhere on the road We lost Davy in the Korean War And I still don't know what for Don't matter anymore You know that old trees just grow stronger And old rivers grow wilder every day Old people just grow lonesome Waiting for someone to say Hello in there Hello We don't talk much more She sits and stares through the back door screen And all the news just repeats itself Like some forgotten dream That we've both seen Someday I'll go and call up Rudy We work together at the factory But what could I say if he asked what's new Nothing what's with you Nothing much to do You know that old trees just grow stronger And old rivers grow wilder every day People just grow lonesome 
waiting for someone to see hello in there hello. We support together to absolutely get us through this national pandemic. But as of 9 a.m. today, there have been 300,034, 974,000 tests carried out across the UK, excluding Northern Ireland. She was morning and I'm not going mad, I'm not going mad, I'm not going mad, I'm not going mad. For I don't need someone. As though I've done someone wrong somewhere.
kids, what will they do? They're not a bit like me and you with that crypto punky psychobilly beard. Hit. They took your sacred rock and roll, they stripped it down and they left a hole, then they filled it up with anger from the You have owners. They own you. They own everything. They own all the important land. They own and control the corporations. They've long since bought and paid for the Senate, the Congress, the state houses, the city halls. They got the judges in their back pockets. And they own all the big media companies, so they control just about all of the news and information you get to hear. They got you by the balls. But I'll tell you what they don't want. They don't want a population of citizens capable of critical thinking. They don't want well-informed, well-educated people capable of critical thinking. They're not interested in that. That doesn't help them. That's against their interest. That's right. They don't want people who are smart enough to sit around the kitchen table and figure out how badly they're getting fucked by a system that threw them overboard 30 fucking years ago. They don't want that. You know what they want? They want obedient workers. Obedient workers. 
workers, people who are just smart enough to run the machines and do the paperwork, and just dumb enough to passively accept all these increasingly shittier jobs with the lower pay, the longer hours, the reduced benefits, the end of overtime, and the vanishing pension that disappears the minute you go to collect it. And now they're coming for your social security money. They want your fucking retirement money. They want it back so they can give it to their criminal friends on Wall Street. And you know something? They'll get it. They'll get it all from you sooner or later because they own this fucking place. It's a big club and you ain't in it. Good, honest, hard-working people continue. These are people of modest means. Continue to elect these rich cocksuckers who don't give a fuck about them. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't care about you at all. At all. At all. And nobody seems to notice, nobody seems to care, because the owners of this country know the truth. It's called the American dream, because you have to be asleep to believe it. Thank you, Mayor. I'll try and keep this brief. Um, I won't belabor all the details. I'm sure most of you remember Mr. Guest's presentation from last time, and I imagine he's going to hit some of the highlights here in a minute. But the thing is that these deadly infections, there's something we can do about it. And what we can do is call on represent, uh, governmental representatives that are higher up the chain of... Blue skies over my head Give me another reason Blue skies shining my face. Give me another woman to take her place. Ain't got no money, cupboards are bare. No cigarettes, and the kids got nothing to wear. She walked out without a word Now the only sound left is that morning bird singing Blue skies over my head Give me another reason to get out of bed Blue skies shining my face Give me Give me another reason to get out of bed Blue skies shining my face Give me another woman to take her place Give me another woman to take her place It's open
Your voice makes a difference. And if you don't believe that, I want to leave you with one last story. When I ran for the presidency in 08, I, I fly down to North Carolina, South Carolina, South Carolina. Alarm goes off, and I feel terrible. I am exhausted. Think I'm coming down with a cold. I open up the curtains. It's pouring down rain outside. Pouring down rain. Horrible day. I get the newspaper outside my door, and there's a bad story about me in the New York Times. I get dressed, shaved, walk out. My umbrella blows open. That ever happened to you? And I get soaked, soaked. I'm just soaked. I get in the car. I say, all right, how long is it going to take to Greenwood? An hour and a half. <laughs> Finally, I get out and I walk in and there are like 15, 20 people there. And I will tell you, they didn't look any happier to see me than I did <laughs> to see them. And so I go around the room and I say, how do you do? What do you do? But they're not really feeling it right now. And suddenly I hear this voice from the back just shout, fired up. And everybody in the room says, fired up. And then I hear the voice say, ready to go. And everybody in the room says, ready to go. And I don't know what's going on. I think these people are crazy. Maybe I shouldn't have come here. And then I look in the back of the room. And there's this middle-aged woman. She's got a big church hat. And she got, I think, a gold tooth. Turns out, she holds a position in the local NAACP office. And also, I'm not kidding you, is a private detective. This is a true story. She's like a, a, she's, she's like a private eye. Although, it's hard to think that you wouldn't see her coming. She's very colorful. And she is known wherever she goes by saying this chant, fired up, ready to go. And every meeting she goes to, she does this thing. <laughs> but the interesting thing is, after a while, I'm starting to get kind of fired up. I'm, 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 not, I'm, starting to, I'm starting to feel like I'm ready to go. And all those, all those negative thoughts and all those bad memories start kind of drifting away. And it just goes to show you how one voice can change a room. And if it can change a room, it can change a city. And if it can change a city, it can change a state. And if it can change a state, it can change a nation. And if it can change a nation, it can change the world. So I just have one question for you. Are you fired up?